Hello everyone. Sorry I've not been able to do a podcast for a very long time. I've been going through some real deep shit. Um, I mean, I know podcasts are supposed to be very uh, motivational. And sometimes I feel like maybe I can be a motivational speaker. And sometimes I feel like I'm not because I also, you know, feel very low. And I feel like I cannot make it sometimes make it in the sense that make it in life because life has thrown a lot of shit on me lately and I just I don't know a lot of people say it's just it's a form of growing so you gotta face those deep shit to I don't know to see better things in life a part of me wants to believe that yes that you know (laughs) there will there will be sunshine soon there will be There'll be some happiness coming soon. I mean, I have a ch- I should be proud of myself because I've accomplished a lot in one year. I accomplished a degree, I accomplished a license, driving license, and I also got to go to New York. So why am I unhappy? I don't know. I really don't have the answer to this question. You know, um, but I even have a good job too. But when you're mentally not there, I don't think things work out for you the way you want it to. So even though you are given what you want, you're still not happy. Have you ever... F- you know how we have that plateau? A plateau. Oh, I don't know how to say it. But you know when you have a plateau with weight loss as well. Like you're working out, but you're not losing weight. That's just an example I'm giving. Uh, because you've reached um, a plateau and you've got to increase your reps. So you've got to increase your cardio uh, to get back into shape what is it with happiness how do you find that with happiness people say you have to be happy within yourself to be happy in general and I truly believe that term because you know um, you could have everything in the world and still not be happy you're thinking that you'll be happier when you do this you'll be happier when you do that You'll be happier when you get an Oscar. You'll be happier when you find the love of your life. You'll be happier when you find a really big house. But I'm still trying to crack the ice of how, where, where do I find this happiness? And a lot of things have come to light this week. Um, A lot of things, for example, the people you thought you could rely on. Everyone says to me, Anamika, you should not expect shit from no one. I know, I, I'm not I'm not a person who expects things from people. I really don't even appreciate I don't want it. I don't accept presents. I only accept cards and paragraphs. I love that. I'm not a materialistic person, and I think I've mentioned this before in the podcast. But it's just that feeling special, right? It was really heartbreaking, I'll tell you why. Because, like... One of my friends, I've been there for her through through everything. I've, you know, we've had our ups and downs, you know. But a part of me just wants to believe that she's not happy for anything that's going right in my life. And it's hard because, you know, I know people say cut them off, move on. But when you actually build an emotional connection with someone, like especially if you see them as a sister, you know, a really good friend... Like, she was literally my little sister. I considered her my little sister. I've just seen... Let's just say I've cried about this. Because it's, 
it's very upsetting, you know, because I give my heart out to people and people don't even... I don't know, do people not see me? Do people just see something else? Because... I don't know, like... It's like, where am I going wrong? What am I doing wrong? You know, I'm always happy for people. Whether they're getting married, they're graduating, whether they got a new job. I'm always there, let's go celebrate, let's do that. But nobody had... Nobody said that to me. Madhika, you got a degree. You graduated in a pandemic. You've done so much. Let me take you out. Let me treat you. Let me make you feel special. I mean, let me make you feel special is actually, sorry, a metaphor. But it's just that needing feeling to be special. I don't know. I mean, I should be happy and proud of myself because I've done so much alone. But it's like, in the whole process of this, I'm just trying to see my real friends. The ones that genuinely care about my happiness, the genuine proud of me. Those ones. And she did not... <sighs> she had the audacity to message me on my graduation day saying, let's hang out. Bearing in mind, I've told her a zillion times it's my graduation on a specific date. She completely ignored it. And I said to her, are you fucking serious? Like, are you really... You're joking, right? You're joking. You, you, you don't mean that, right? And she said, no, seriously, what's, what is today? I have told you on numerous occasions of what's happening on that specific date. And the least you can fucking do is remember my fucking special day. She didn't. She was very shameless in saying, I've got a fish memory. Yeah, Dory did not have many friends either because of a stupid memory loss. But I'm just there like... I was just looking at my phone hoping she'll text me saying, so proud of you, girl. Go, sis. Go graduate. Have a great time. As she said, it was my graduation. She didn't even bother replying, saying anything to me. I felt sick that even on my graduation day, the happiest day, I've been praying for a graduation because, you know, all these other universities have had their graduation except mine. So I was praying for a graduation. And when I got that day, it's so special my near and dear ones came and they also congratulated me. I'm not saying I need it. It's just that someone cares. Someone knows. Someone supports you. But she didn't message me. A lot of people, like I said, social media is just a show. Social media, people are literally just liking it to, to basically say, yeah, well, I'm not going to message you. I'm just going to like your post and make you aware that I've liked it. But I'm not going to comment and say to you, hey, congratulations, because it'll kill you. You know, you're going to it'll kill you to say congratulations to someone like it'll fucking kill you. It it really does. And it's really sad that we live in a world like that, because where as I know, it's like that things were used used to be different before. You know, this generation, people don't even give a shit about you. You graduate, you die. It doesn't bother them. You get married, you get divorced. Who cares? Nobody fucking cares. And a part of me, like, 
knows that that is the case, that this is how the generation is, but it was very hard to believe it because it's like, oh, wow. You know, she wasn't even happy for the fact that I got to go to New York. Her dream city is also New York. She loves New York a lot. And I said to her, why don't you come with me? But she says, no, I can't because A, I'm underage. B, my family won't let me go. C, I can't afford it. So I said, okay, but then I'm not going to wait around till you can go to New York. I need to go, I need to go because I've been dying to go there since the age of 16. I'm what, 27, 28 now? Like, I'm getting old. (laughs) So I need to, you know, sorry, I'm not 27. I mean, I'm 25. Shit, why did I say that? I'm 25 years old. Sorry, guys, I got carried away. Um... So if I'm 25 years old and I want to, you know, I want to go to New York, why do I have to wait for my friends to go? Because I don't even know if it's ever going to happen if I have to wait for you. So when I came back from New York, she was giving me a really cold reception, I would say. Um, She completely cut me off. Like she was the one who used to be so clingy. She would call me every day. She would ask me how work is. She was literally like a, a caring sister who asked you, how is work? How did this go? FaceTime me. What's going on? What are you doing? She was the one who bore that clingy attachment. And now I've learned to keep boundaries. I'm not going to let people do that to me again. Because I get attached and they get detached. <laughs> she did tell me she's a very detachable person. She doesn't give a shit. Should have known from then that this friendship was not going to last. I have not confronted her yet, but I really want to. And I know it's going to backfire so badly. It's going to come like that I'm making such a big deal about her not telling me to like her not congratulating me, her not being happy for me. When I got a job, she wasn't even happy for me. She just said, okay, good for you. Um, I got to job at a really good company and she wasn't happy about me. You know, she just, then I told her that, oh, I'm so sorry I couldn't make it to that day because... One of my colleagues were leaving, so we had a leave leavers party going on. And she was like, oh, what role was she doing? I could apply and get there too. First of all, you need a degree. You don't have one, love. So first go get a degree, then the job will be yours. But that was not an apprenticeship. It was actually someone who was actually at uni. Still, I ignored a lot of subtle hints that she kept hitting on me, you know, like, I passed my driver's test, but then I had a mini accident a couple of months ago and I've been a little bit scared to reverse out of the driveway. And because of that, people are making comments like, you're not going to be a good driver, you're terrible, you can't even drive, you can't do this, you can't do that. And I keep ignoring it because, you know, some people are sarcastic and they like to joke and I know she's she likes to joke, but sometimes her jokes can sound like an insult and it's heartbreaking because he's like, okay, um okay, I got it, you you don't want to sit in my car ever again, that's fine, it saves me petrol money, good for you, don't come in my car actually, just walk your ass home, so no one was exactly grateful for the things I've done for them, you know, no one, so yeah, I did go through this whole dark period of like, I don't care if people care about me, if people think about me, no, they don't, and I'm not expecting strangers to care about me, but I'm expecting the people that I actually invest my energy and time in to give me at least 10% back. 10% back. I'm not saying that because I do it for you, I want you to do it for me. Not like that. It's just that I 
want you to be happy for me. Is that too much to ask for? And forcing a friend to do that is just... It really just shows how desperate you are to want someone to actually be happy for you. When someone does it naturally, it feels different. But no, I, I'm not going to tell her <laughs> to, to be happy for me because I'm not psycho. <laughs> I'm not going to force someone to be, you know, proud of me, to make me feel special, force force them to take me out. No, no, I'm not that type of person. But it just 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 showed me that when my friends from uni were graduating their friends threw them a little get-together party and I just realized I'm not special to anyone no one cares about me no one thinks I'm special people mock me and I know this is a podcast supposed to be motivational but it's just one of those days that I just feel like expressing myself expressing my feelings because it genuinely hurts when you give your temper to someone when you give your whole heart you treat someone like a sister or a brother whatever and they don't give a fuck about you and the worst thing is she's trying to ship me off with some random men that I don't like so there was this guy that I don't like and she's been trying to push it when I told her a zillion times if you like him, you go for him he's not my type I've told you a zillion times who I like the type of people I like and he's not one of them she's like, you're getting old you need to start finding someone she has that old school mentality according to like she's supposed to be modern but then she still has that mindset of you're not complete till you don't have a man and yeah I ignored that I'm like fuck that shit I can't deal with that bullshit anymore I'm too old for that shit <laughs> but yeah um, it's just it just did not even just her it's just all my friends all my friends none of them did anything special for me on my graduation and my when I was speaking to my family about it they were like why do you care so much it's not a big deal it is I sent fucking cake and flowers and balloons to my friends when they were getting graduating I can't even get a fucking message just and I'm not doing this for approval or praises or nothing like that I'm not doing it for that I know I sound like a hypocrite right now but I'm just trying to say that aren't your friends supposed to love and support and care for you on my big day they didn't even bother to to even be there for me I was just seeing like how other people treat their friends and seeing the way my friends treat me. I have to even beg them to even come out. Oh, you know, I can't. I can't do today. I can't do today. I can do today. I can't do today. The fact is, they don't make an effort with me. So yeah, this week I've had to cut everyone off. I had to cut all them off. And then I got a comment from my sister saying to me that I'm a coward. All I do is instead of fixing shit, I'm cutting people off. And I said, look, if that makes me a coward and a loner, so be it. It doesn't matter. I don't, I'm not bothered about it anymore because I'm done with having fake people in my life. 
who can't, if they're not happy for you, they don't deserve to be your friend. You know, sometimes I'm like, maybe something's wrong with me. Something I'm doing wrong. You know, what what could I be possibly doing wrong that everyone ends up treating me like shit? Am I too nice? Am I too naive? Too gullible? To let people like that in my life? And the worst thing is, you know, like, we... I just feel like deja vu keeps happening to me, you know? Like, when I was working in a specific place, there was um, a group that I used to hang out with. And we did things together, you know? We'd go places together. But once I felt, oh my God, I could actually be friends with people and be in a group, you know? Like, an actual big group of friends. Because that's I've always had this feeling of wanting to be friends and be part of a big group is what I meant and I went away because my grandma was ill so I had to go away for a couple of days from work and by the time I was come back I was replaced um there was another person that just took my place I was so replaceable so quickly it really hurt because I was like wow I thought I was I thought I meant something I really thought I put something to the group I didn't I was nothing again the same thing happened in my new work not my this workplace my previous workplace where they hang out they went out to hang out and they didn't invite me and I'm like oh thank you Thank you. I know, I know, I know. I'm going through this whole transformation that maybe not having friends would do me a lot of good. I'll be happier without them than worrying about the fact that they don't care about me. They don't think I'm special. They don't want to even know me. They don't even want to be happy for me. The least they could do is be happy for me. They couldn't even do that. I have guy friends and they're like so chill and super calm and they'll always message me and they'll always see if I'm okay you know and but I've noticed that with female friends they don't do that for you they I don't know they hate on their they hate you on each other they can't be happy for you because they're jealous for you they're jealous they're really jealous they're jealous that they don't have what you have and honestly I never thought Jealous, jealousy could even exist in friendship because I never thought I could actually intimidate people to the point that they need to have jealousy it just didn't occur to me I'm just like oh wow <laughs> I didn't even have that sort of personality to even scare people off that people think like that of me for instance I dyed my hair like a plumish colour but dark plum and after me, a lot of girls copied me. And I'm just there like, why? Why are you copying me? Why can't you be yourself and do your own hair colour, do your own thing? It wasn't that. They always just wanted to follow and copy me. And I'm just there like, why is everything a competition? Why does everything have to feel like a competition? 
I write. You don't have to write. Do you want to write? Do it because you want to write. Don't write because you want to have a competition with me. Everything doesn't have to be a competition. But with women, female friends that I've um, encountered, they always feel everything's a competition. Even if a guy likes you and doesn't like them, they'll be like, huh, he definitely does not like you. Don't get too happy. I didn't say you did. You know, I, I don't care if he does or he doesn't. I don't really care. You know, obviously it would be heartbreaking if someone that I like, you want to be with them, then yeah, I will be slightly on edge. But seriously, don't do that. And there was one guy from my old workplace that I really, really liked. And he turns out to be quite popular on Instagram because he has a lot of followers. So in girls terms, he's a hoe. But I don't know it. He doesn't come. He doesn't come across as a hoe to me. Like I feel like he's, he's very, innocent type of guy. But when you look at him, he doesn't look that type of person because, it's just the way he he writes his posts, the way he dresses up, the way he behaves. He gives me very, immature kind of vibes, but not really. Like I feel like he's like me, dopey. Like we're both the same. I would say. Um, but he's too, uh, he's a complete extrovert. He's always out, but he's always doing some work at YouTube and stuff like that. So he's quite popular. And I did not know that um, until I followed him on Instagram. And he actually, um, so one of my friends, she knows that I like him. So what she would do is she would walk, she will go to work and she'll walk past him and she'll have to message me to say we had strong eye contact. What do you want me to do about that? Am I supposed to be jealous? Am I supposed to be hurt? Do you want me to come and strangle you? What is it? What are you asking for? What are you gaining out of it? No, she was just trying to tell me I do see what you see. Okay, so thank you for just telling me right to my face that you like the guy that I like. Fair enough, because he is good looking. He can catch anyone's eyes. But... The fact that she hasn't messaged me all this time and she just had to message me that she bumped into him and they had strong eye contact and who knows, you know, he was staring at her so much that he probably wanted to marry her. That's the kind of vibe she was trying to make it sound like he wanted to marry her and he probably doesn't. You probably doesn't even see her that way. She just thinks she's so attractive. And the worst thing is I hate players, okay? Whether you're a man or whether you're a woman, you don't have any rights to play with anyone's feelings. So she had this whole aim in life to find a man and she did you know she had a man who was really in love with her you really wanted to be with her she cut him off she said i'm too young for this shit i don't want to be in a relationship i says you can't do that you can't initiate it push it force it and then back off she says well, I'm too young for this shit. I'm not going to get into a relationship now. Look how young I am. So couldn't you do that before date, joining a dating app? Couldn't you do that before? Did you not think of that? That you're fucking young? Oh, no. Um, you know, it just didn't... You know. You know. Um, I'm not feeling it. I'm, I'm a very detachable person. Um, men just have to struggle for the rest of their life with me. Because um, I like to put them in that situation. 
And this is her literally openly admitting it to herself and to me that she doesn't give a fuck about people's feelings. She really doesn't. And I've heard men say it too. Like one of my cousins, he turned out to be one of those type of people. And I told him that, yeah, just think about it. That in the future when you have a daughter and all these girls' heart you've broken for part-time relationships, the same is going to happen to your daughter because karma is a bitch. And he said to me, he was like, I'll see, I'll jump that bridge when, when it comes. I says, no, your daughter or your son, someone will be paying for what you did in your life. Because honestly, if you believe it or not, it does. It happens. Whatever your parents do, you pay for it in this lifetime. So I don't know how many guys my mom's been with because she clearly did. Because the fact that she's told me a list and I can't even name one. (laughs) The ones I can name are the people that I met and uh, one of them turned out to be a criminal. (laughs) Yep, he was a criminal and I did not know. It wasn't until he ghosted me and I messaged his cousin and I said, like, where is he? What's going on? Like, he's been really quiet. Is everything okay? You know, because he had PTSD. So I I sympathised with him more and I felt sad for him because he lost his brother recently. So I was like being there for him and he says oh um he's gone i said gone where um he's been incarcerated i was like what i was like yeah i did dumb shit too but with me i tend to hold on to things really quick hold on to things for a very long time so it started off with childhood friend who i loved really wanted to marry I thought this would be the be all and end all and I don't need to look for anymore so I stopped searching sounds weird right I stopped my search for five and a half years I was waiting and waiting and waiting and I just said maybe when the perfect time comes I will tell him so when I got into uni everything worked out for me holy shit I just seen a pattern I just seen a pattern guys Wait, I'll tell you. So when I went to this uni to study psychology, I, just before my exam, I told him that I like him. And um, during my exam hall, uh, my phone went off, but luckily the lecturers did not know it was my phone and thank God it was just one message. Because <laughs> it would have gone beep beep, I would have been disqualified. So when this happened, I was like, hmm, what is going on? You know, what is going on? So I was so excited to check my phone after... No, I'm saying the story wrong. So the night before my exam, I told him I liked him. And he said he likes me too. And I was so excited. I started plotting things in my head. I was like driving myself a little bit nuts. Like, yay, yay, I found my man. You know, um... I went to my exam hall, I came out of my exam hall and I saw his Facebook status and he's with another girl. He got back with his ex-girlfriend. I felt like the biggest idiot because I really felt like shit because I spent five and a half years with a man who 
had I know what to say even played me is that even the term I can use I don't know I should have known he is that type of person but do you know what's what best thing is that he's suffering his consequences right now because no girl wants to be with him he's actually single and I hope he dies single um and then the second time the reason there's a pattern is because every time I start uni I like I have this feeling of confessing. I don't know why. <laughs> so in when I went to study films in uni, so I dropped out of psychology and I chose films. And then when I studied films in my first year of uni, um, one of my friends said that if you like that guy so much from your work, tell him what could go possibly wrong. He will say, you like you? He says he won't. Just, you know. But the sad thing is his answer was not an answer. Like he didn't give me an answer. He didn't say yes. And he didn't say no. It was just, what he was trying to say was bad timing. And I'm confused because he just kept saying, I'm seeing someone now. That's what he said. So I don't know whether that answered the question like, hey, I actually did not see you that way. He didn't say that. He just said, I'm so flattered, but I'm seeing someone. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. And for some reason, I don't know why, I got drunk that night and I texted him saying, please, why are you doing this to me? And I felt like an idiot. I could never confront him again. I could never, ever go and see him. Because if I see him, I know I will look like a complete idiot. Because he would probably say, do you even know what you were saying last that day? And I hope to God he's deleted those messages because I was so bad. I shouldn't have... I shouldn't have messaged him. And my friends actually did take my phone off me that night. And they say, look, Anamika, you need to stop. Delete him. Block him. Don't speak to him. But then I'll block him. Then I'll unblock him. I'll block him. Then I'll unblock him. It's just going to... That's just who I am. I will continue to do that. So he was like... When he told me all these things, I'm just like, oh, okay. But yeah, I've always had like this bad luck constantly like it just never works in my favor so now I've just decided to never ever 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 confess my feelings to anyone because I don't know what's the next heartbreak or heartache I'm gonna have because it's like it's hot I don't even know but I don't think I actually liked the guy from my childhood but with the guy from my workplace I literally fell in love with him because I held on to him till now Honestly, he had something in him. I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. Was it his behavior, attitude, his ambition, his drive, his... I don't know, his ambitious mind, his creativity. I don't know. So there was always something about him that, that was there. But the reason I'm telling you guys this is because I just feel there's no happiness in anything I do. So when I'm trying to be happy, even for like the fact that I graduated, I got a good job, I just don't find it because I always want that reassurance that yes, you've done really well. And I, I mean, like, I know it sounds really bad because as a fully grown adult, you don't need reassurance. You should just believe in yourself and love yourself and know enough that you can do anything yourself. You can even live alone and do everything yourself. You should be happier with your own uh, compliments rather than co people complimenting you. But it's just that 
why I have to be the one who makes people feel special, but no one can do the same for me. So with friendship, I've told you what I was feeling. Now let's talk about family. I have a zillion conflicts with my family on a daily basis. We argue every day. Every fucking day. There's no peace. There is no peace, there's no happiness at my own home. My home has become a house now because I don't consider it as a place of safety for myself. Safety in the sense that I just don't feel me. I feel like I've lost myself because the things that used to make me feel happy, they don't. Writing. I stopped writing. And when a writer stops writing, you know there's double. There's some deep shit next to it. There's something that is pushing them to not write. Because writing was a formal way I'd express myself in a way that I could feel happier. Even I, I had a... I don't understand why this keeps pausing. But yeah, um, the next thing is that the conflicts have been driving me a little crazy. But it also does solve a lot of problems because when you think of it... Um, I'm starting to think that I am the problem in everyone's life. I don't see the positive answer in this. <laughs> so I'm not going to say that I've been a positive person. I've been a very negative person. And things just seem to be shutting down really badly on me. Nothing works in my favor. So I don't know whether it's that or not. But a lot of things are contributing to me feeling like this the i've also realized that we all are <laughs> we have different personalities that's why we clash a lot we tend to have a lot of conflicts conflict meaning they are all air signs and i'm the only water sign so my mom's a gemini my dad's a gemini my sister is a libra my other sister is an aquarius so it's like I'm the only water sign, so I believe the conflict could be because of our star signs that we don't align very well. But yeah, it's just getting a little too much now. Conflicts are rising, I have no money to move out. I'm stuck. I'm really stuck. I don't know what to do. I know this is not a cry for help. I'm just... I just feel that sometimes it's good to talk about the dark shit too that goes through your life, that you're going through in your life because talking about it will make you feel better. Expressing it to my viewers, the, the ones that are listening to all this, all these audios, I want you to feel my pain because nothing has come easy for me. I've had to pay for everything. Every outcome, I have to pay for it. I'm not saying that you guys don't as well. Sure, everyone has had their hardships. I'm not even denying it one bit. But I've just come to a plateau with my happiness that I just don't know what will bring me happiness. I don't even know if I have PTSD, but one of my friends says probably you've got PTSD. Should maybe you got panic attacks because yesterday that's when I realized things are getting pretty serious because 
whatever's happening at home has affected my health because I went for a walk and not only was I out of breath but my heart rate was super high super high and I was looking at my Apple watch and I'm like please like calm down like I'm trying to calm myself down and I'm literally walking really slow but my heart rate was super high and it's probably a stress response to stress trauma because like I said we've been arguing every day there's been non-stop fights for an entire three months I've not been able to make a podcast I've been wanting to do a podcast about New York talk to everyone about it tell you that it was not a disappointment I love New York I want to move there you know I had all these hopes and dreams of doing this but my mind has not been in the right place I don't know whether I will be in the right place because my mind is switched off right now. It's very, very switched off. It just feels nothing's going to get better. Either I just, just accept my reality that this is what it is or find alternatives that may not make people happier. That may hurt people, but it's got to be done some way because I genuinely feel that I don't think I can ever be happy anymore or that I won't be able to live with happiness live happy at all so I don't know what the outcome will be but um, I just wanted to share with my view is what I'm going through and I hope I hope you are having a better life than I am and praying nothing but the best for all my listeners thank you for listening to my deep dark story and I hope I know this was not a the usual kind of podcast that you would get some good information out of well, I'm going to say I'm trying. I really am. But if you have conflicts every day in your household, it's not going to... Things are not... You can't expect me to be positive and, and do a pod, positive podcast. I'll try. I'll try be better. And I'll try and do another podcast. You know, I got a request to do about Andrew Tate and definitely that will be the next one. But I wanted to share this and let you all know that we all go through deep shit and it's okay to feel the way you do it's okay to feel upset it's okay to feel sad it's okay because everyone just says to me that anamica you're probably going through the growth period i said this growth period is getting me crazy feels like i'm giving birth to something that i don't need because the pain is unreal i just want the pain to stop I just want the conflicts to stop. I just want some peace and some happiness. And and I'm hoping that my listeners could probably pray for me and just hope that things get better for me. You know, I hope I find my soul tribe. I find a happier home. I find better friends. Just pray for me. And so thank you for listening can't say thank you enough to all of you for listening and hope you all have a great time